Yes. Cool. Liquids. Okay. Liquids. Does I everyone have their shots? Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. We're I'm recording. scared for mine today. Okay, we're recording. Um, yeah. Hello, travelers. Uh, <laughs> I'm Angelica. <laughs> I'm Isabella. I'm Riley. And this is a True Crime International Red Eye. We've got something special, 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 and we've got something special for you today because it's the holiday season, and this is on our main channel. Yes, it's not on Patreon, so everyone gets to hear it. Angel and I guess Isabella, where are we going today? <laughs> Nowhere. So Nowhere. Well, we are. are. What are we, we doing are. today? Uh, we don't have. A, we don't have one specific destination. Yeah. Um, I'm about to literally take us across time and space to talk about the women in whiteness. And then I'll be taking over to talk about the men in black conspiracy. Should we take a shot first, maybe? Because this of is a little much. Should. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right, what are we brain? drinking? What, what shots are we taking? I have Honestly, fruit vodka. Don't remember what kind. I have straight vodka because I made a vodka lemonade. I have Jameson. We are so. cheers with the vodka. Cheers. Cheers. Oh. Blink. oh. <laughs> it's just never good. I hate vodka. Vodka is okay for a shot when it's been in the freezer. Oh. Roy's in like my a drawer. lemon drop. Do you see? <laughs> in the drawer. Like a lemon, a cold lemon drop yeah. drop shot with some sugar and a lemon afterwards i can do this yeah it's my mouth is like on fire uncontrollably salivating right back there when we were in quarantine because you have to remember like spain's quarantine was fucking strict we couldn't go out or do anything um my boyfriend and i got really into making uh lemon drop martinis Mm -hmm. and it's so good it's like drinking a candy i know i love i always get them at red dog Shout out to Red Dog, our local dive bar. (laughs) Angelica's just yelling at her cat. That's what that is, by the way. (laughs) I can't wait until the days when we can go back to Red Dog and just get fucking wasted. Also, uh, shout out to Ben Steen Liquor Store, who um, is... They supply our alcohol. They supply. We buy it. Yeah, because they have no idea that they supply our alcohol. But I have so much alcohol <laughs> from them. Um, also, super fine, but I'm sure they don't listen. What are you drinking, Ange? Blue sky, as always. And I'm here with my vodka lemonade, as as sometimes. I go fancy today. I made a cocktail. I measured Ooh. everything, and like I did the whole shebang. Thinking about gin and lemonade. I made a bourbon and apple cider cocktail. Ooh, yummy. Man, I'm I'm bummed out. Okay. So in the script. You can come up, I'll make you one. No, I'm (laughs) bummed because in the script I say, I'm drinking a white lady cocktail I came up with. Which, like, wow, I was clearly feeling more creative. You were definitely a lot more motivated when you wrote this. (laughs) I'm here now just drinking a beer. Like, okay. 
Beer's good. I haven't had beer in a really long time, so I should have one soon. Yeah. Um. Okay, but on that note, it, only it, if it's, it's REB though. Yeah. Rivers Edge Brewing Company. We're That's just shouting to out all of our liquor. Our favorite. Places. <laughs> our favorite alcohol spots. Yes. We said Red Dog. We said Benstein, and we said Rivers Edge. Well, people are really going to be able to figure out where we them. live. Oh. Not me. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I live far enough away from the It's okay. Places. It's I mean, okay. We know that Ashley Flowers lives, lives in Indianapolis. So exactly. Yeah, this is fine. just Southeast Michigan stuff. Don't don't come at us though. Please. Just Southeast Michigan things. Uh but yeah, so so on that note, it's it's me. I'm starting. Did I scare myself researching this? You betcha. But am I kind of yes. excited about the possibility of freaking other people out? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, um, here's the thing. Angel's like, don't freak me out. I'm scared. And then she's like, I will freak out all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, to start us off, women in white or ladies in white are essentially leng- legends. 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 <laughs> legends. Legends. Or myths. That pretty much can be found in almost any place, culture, even like religions. It's just everywhere. Um, And it's really cool to research, actually. Across the board, though, women in white are always female ghosts or spirits that are dressed in some kind of white. If you didn't figure that out. uh, (laughs) But usually like a dress of some sort. And they're usually based on some kind of tragedy, like local to the area, like suicide, loss, betrayal, accidental death, uh, cheating, un- unrequited love. Requited. Is that really how you it say is? It? Unrequited okay. love. Yes, it's unrequited. Un- unrequited love. It would be un. It would be unrequited if it was two T's. I guess I don't like. But it's how one T. Unrequited. Unrequited sounds. But I won't. Can you? Was, I had to tell you unrequited. Oh, I heard you. I heard you. <laughs> Joy came in to tell you off too. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Anyway, unrequited. Uh, if I ever come back as a ghost, I guess this this will be what I'll be because um, I run on unrequited love. Unrequited Here's- love. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I've, I've said it on 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 the show before. I'm an atheist, and so I shouldn't believe in ghosts. But I do. I don't know how I think they're real, but they're real and I'm scared of yeah, them. Yeah, mood. There's too much evidence for them, like, for them not to be real. Like, yeah. There's too much evidence for them being real for me to believe that they're not real. I don't know how they exist. I can't offer any kind of explanation for that. But they're real. Yes. But it doesn't matter. And I'm scared. I've told, I've told my loved ones, like, when you die, if you love me, you will leave me the fuck alone. Mood. Um... So I'm going to I'm going to tell you some of these stories and some have a lot more depth to them but some are just like short little pieces that are still really fun to hear about because <laughs> you good Riley that was a, that was a cute little bug. <laughs> uh this is going to be yeah. chaotic. Um but yeah all of these stories it not? are different and unique and it's going to be great. Um I'm going to start with uh the one that's arguably the most famous and the first one I heard of because it was uh, the focus of the very first episode of Supernatural, and that's La Llorona. I know the yeah. story. I love the or story. The <laughs> which is the Latin American version. Um, also, no, it's Mexican. 
Mexican. It, it it originated in Mexico. Like they have versions of it now all over Latin America, but it is it originated from Mexico because it started with Cortez, who who arrived first in Mexico. I had to study this for one of my Spanish classes in college, <laughs> and it was so cool. And and we briefly I read the story in, we briefly talked sorry. about this in the New Zealand episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. Also, uh, shout out to the Supernatural fandom. I know you're fucking hurting because I am too. Um, and we're going to pour one out for y'all. Cannot relate. Oh, was I supposed to? Just do it. It's really, especially, especially for our Supernatural gaze, like pour one out. Our Supernatural gaze. (laughs) Respect. (laughs) Because, mm. um, also, Oh, as I wrote this episode, Sam, Dean, and Cass were behind me because I have the cardboard cutouts. Yeah, and that's the worst fucking thing to ever happen to your household. <laughs> no, it's not. I know. I really hate. The, I really no, hate. No, she keeps them in this they, they... room that's kitty corner to the room that, like, when we stay at their her house, we sleep in the guest room. And the room, the door to it is like right next to the door, perpendicular to the door that you're walking out of. And the things just fucking stare at you. And every time you walk past the goddamn room, there's Sam and Dean. And it freaks me out every they're single time. They're us. I have never once gotten are used they? to it. Are they? No, <laughs> they're not. They're not. Um, okay, so first I want to discuss origins. Because despairing or weeping women aren't a new thing. Like, holy shit. It's the basis of so much. Like, so much. Uh, and it's terrifying. Yeah, it really is. Um, so there's roots uh, in some very prominent women in myth. Um, I didn't look up this. Bella, do you I know? Can, no, I can, I can do this for you. Okay, perfect. Kihuacoto. 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 What Bella said. Kihuacoto and Aztec. You wrote Aztec. <laughs> An Aztec <laughs> goddess of motherhood. I did that for you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, and fertility. I studied the Aztecs a lot, a lot in college in my Spanish class. It's really dope. Um, but so she's said to have created the human race. She also had a son whom she left at the crossroads and she was said to return there to weep over him. And also there's some haunting and stealing of children in this myth. Naturally. Naturally. Because... Like, wh- what else? Uh, there's also Lamia in Greek mythology, who was Zeus's mistress. Hera killed all of her children. All of them. And then it said, Lamia, Lamia, oh, that's hard to say, Lamia oh, will. Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to say Lamia will kill other children since she lost her own. Uh, my favorite connection, though, historically, uh, is to that of Eve in Lilith in Hebrew mythology because it's something I studied in school as part of my Judaic studies minor but the like two things never clicked with me before and I was just about to burst with excitement when I heard this because like there's so much to unpack there but I I can't go down that rabbit hole (laughs) uh but maybe some other time I'm sorry I don't know that uh those stories can we just get like a quick a quick lesson, very short. Well, brief. I'm assuming that they're connected more so because of Lilith. Every everyone thinks that Eve was the first woman, but it wasn't. It was Lilith. 
and but Lilith wasn't like I mean they're both supposed to be for Adam which but they they both had to deal with the fact that like they weren't enough or they messed things up so that's where you get like the whole despair weeping woman thing from them so like were they at the same time no I've never heard about Lilith, probably because I'm Catholic. But, yeah, Lilith well, is definitely Catholic. more in Judaism than that makes a, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Then. So the first m- reference of La Llorona is in a poem by Manuel Carpio, and it tells the story of a woman named Rosalia, whose husband murdered her. However, the most common myth that's told in Mexico. Venezuela and like the southwest of the U.S. is that of Maria. And there's a lot of different stories about her backstory, but the common denominator is that she drowns her children and then herself. And she generally returns to haunt places like with water, and it's associated with scaring or killing children. In Supernatural, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She kills men after making them fall in love with her. And I do like that one because one of the myths does center around her husband betraying her. So it would like make sense that she'd have more anger for men than she would for children. So like, <laughs> yes, because I sometimes too believe in ghosts. Um, that reminds me of the movie Holes. Sorry, unrelated. <laughs> It wasn't there that wasn't there that lady that like would kill the men and then kiss them on the cheek. Yeah, yeah, it was a. It was I know a what you're talking. Yeah, about. I also yeah. know what you're talking about. But see, the I'm not of crazy. Story, <laughs> I definitely, I definitely could uh, see that. Like, there's definitely because there's so many uh, stories that center around this particular tale. Yeah. I'm certain that some of them kill men. Yeah. Oh no, there is. Mm-hmm. So the version that I studied at university. She she was betrayed by her husband. So she she was um she was either indigenous or mixed, and she married uh someone that was of Spanish descent, which was like a, a considered her really marrying up. Mm-hmm. And but he was so infatuated with her because she was so beautiful, and they had three children. But she was raising three children on her own because he was always at work. And you know, as work. the years went by. <laughs> As the years went by, you know, she started aging from all the stress. And when that happened, her husband um, started dating someone else, like started seeing a younger woman, a younger, more beautiful woman. And she found out one day when she was at the river washing clothes with her three children, she saw her husband walking arm in arm with this other woman. And she was so angered and so desperate for his attention that she drowns the children in the river and then is like, oh, shit, what did I do? Um, and then drowns herself and then she gets up to the gates of heaven and God's like, you're here. Where are your children? She was like, oh, they're coming. And God's like, bitch, I know you lying. And so he sends her back down and she's basically in, in eternal purgatory because she can't return to heaven. She can't get into heaven unless she brings her children with her. So that's why she gets children. Like she kills children because in, like in the version of the story that I studied, she kills children because when she finds them. Uh, she gets really excited because she she thinks they're her children, and then she gets mad when she realizes they're not. And she does kill men because she's still pissed off yeah. at her husband. Yes, exactly. Mood. Also, there's a lot of wailing that goes with this. And straight up, if that's ever a sound I hear, I'm just gonna leave that for someone else. Like, 
to deal with. I'm I'm gonna <laughs> gonna be like, peace out, bye. bye. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, there's a lot of women and white stories throughout the U.S. that are separate from this myth because, like, what doesn't the United States overdo? Um, so if you want to look into them, go for it. But I'm not going to tell you all of them. In Brazil, these women are called Dama Branca or Mjohir de Branco. And there's a lot less of an origin story. But they are ghosts of women that either died in childbirth or some violent manner. One of the theories says that they're actually women who died via an honor killing, which, if you don't know, is the murder of a woman because she brought alleged shame to her family. Like, that's really fucked uh, up. Yeah. That one I found very interesting, but I wanted to talk about first. They're, well, closer to the beginning. Honor killings I was are drunk. just yeah. so senseless. Yep. Yeah. And so... I can't even... Sorry, I can't get into it right now. Yeah. <laughs> La Dame Blanche is Canada's version of the woman in white. And she haunts Mount Morrency Falls. Let's hope I said that right. Uh, this version is thought to be Mathilde Robin, who met the love of her life, Louis Tessier, in 1759. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time Kinky. ago. Um, Throwback. Yeah. <laughs> Throwback. And the two were going to get married, which is all very, very sweet. Uh, the thing is, this was during the Seven Years' War. And he was in the militia, and he perished in the Battle of Beauport. That's important. Fuck! <laughs> you should know both. Uh, uh, Mithild was devastated. So she put on her wedding gown and jumped from the top of the falls. Evidently, she doesn't do much now, except for, like, appearing to have a cry and then throw herself off again. But, like, even that's frightening. Like, if I'm seeing that, I'm like... I'm out of there. And honestly, I'll put we'll post a picture of it. But they put her on like one of their stamps, which is so like it's so You're creepy, lying. but also so cool. <laughs> like I'm obsessed. Also, the fact she's like, yeah, I think I'll have another cry, and then I'll just jump. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> like, just for all what? of you tourists. <laughs> she's really she really brings in the money. You know, she should be on a stamp. With yeah. all this tourism she's bringing in. They probably make so much money on ghost tours. Right. For sure. In the Czech Republic, the most popular myth is that of Perchta of Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Perchta Look, we of have, Rosenberg. We're, we're really clueless with Czech. Now. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I didn't... Uh, Petra didn't speak it enough on Jane no, the Virgin right. for me to pick it up. I love Petra. Oh, I love her so much. I just want her to have all the happiness. Yeah, me fucking well who. petra perchta perchta did have a pretty fine life at, at the beginning um but then her father forced her to get married to this awful dude instead of the man she was actually in love with uh so the guy she married was jan of Liechtenstein. uh he only married her for the dowry and was just really mean to her um but she had an even worse relationship with his mother, oh, who no. ran the household. Uh, the mom. Yeah. 
she ended up getting away from him, but he cursed her on his deathbed. So she oh. was unable to leave the earthly plane when she died. I'm sorry. So she's not even a woman by white, like, or a woman in white by choice. Like, he made her. Yeah, Jesus. But Asshole. she's a pretty chill ghost. Uh, she appears at multiple estates that were her family's property. She actually has been known to care for children. And, like, she has shamed nannies who she didn't approve of. And one day, she got so upset with one of them that she didn't return for over 400 years. Hello? <laughs> yeah. And when Jeez. she came back, it was during World War II when one of the houses was occupied by young women of the Nazi youth. And she showed up and yelled at some of the girls who were trying to hang up banners, like, with the Nazi sigil on it. And yeah. they, they, they just couldn't be hung after. Like, they would not unroll. <laughs> <laughs> she said anti-Semitism. She said, what the fuck no. are you doing? Absolutely <laughs> um, not. She's honestly really funny. She also appears if music is too loud or if tourists are too noisy. Uh, She's like, turn that shit However, down. a dark thing is that if you see her carrying white gloves, it symbolizes good fortune. But if she's carrying black ones, means someone's about to die. At least she's trying yeah. to warn you. Like, oh, that's extremely yeah. unfortunate. In Eastern Russia, there's the Maidens of Ule, but the story centers around Bozai Duhai, who was a woman forced to marry, but she was like, nah, nah. Not today. And I'm she good. ran away. But she ended up killing herself because she was really sad and felt very lonely and didn't think she would find happiness. And now she haunts fiancés and drags them to the underworld with some other maidens. So I love that. For from her. this, I learned: get yourself a ghost crew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like have yourself a ghost crew, and it'll be great. Not for the, not for the fiancés, but have yourself a merry little ghost crew. <laughs> uh, now in Estonia. We have a tale of a white lady who haunts the Hapsalu castle. I'm going to be honest. Did I believe that Estonia was a real place? <laughs> no. It is. <laughs> Don't worry. For the longest time, wasn't convinced Vermont was real either. But the only experience I have with Estonia is Encino Man. Don't know, don't know I if work you've with seen someone that. from Estonia. <laughs> but uh, where is it? Do you know where Lithuania is? Vaguely. Lithuania, Latvia? It's so the three countries touch. It's Estonia at the top and then Latvia, then Lithuania. And that's like north northeastern Europe. Okay. So close to Russia? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, this one goes back to the flipping 13th century. Ooh, that's far. That's extra <laughs> kinky. So part of this castle was a monastery. Nope. Part of this castle was a monastery. Home of monks and canyons and obviously no women. I didn't know uh, how to say monastery for a really long time. It's spelled fucked I, up. I studied them in, in college in one yeah, of my same. classes. 
And I, for the longest time, I, all I could say in my head was monastery. So. <laughs> it's really, it's a word. It's really good for um, me. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, but one of those canyons had to fall in love with a woman on one of his walks. Um, but she fell in love too. And how gosh, gosh darn cute. Gosh darn. How gosh darn cute. Gosh darn cute. Is forbidden in love. Obviously, she couldn't, like, go to the monastery, though. Uh, but they cleverly disguised her as a lad in the choir, and no one was the wiser. Um, until the I'm bishop sorry. came. <laughs> this yeah. is too much. Right? It, it's, it's a story. But then the bishop came back and was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is like a classic she's the man. Right? Literally. <laughs> Um, and he was pissed and he wanted both of them to starve to death, which dude, that's so fucked up. Like Jesus. They were on another level back then. Yeah, they really were. While the cannon was put in a jail cell, the maiden was sent to the chapel, which was still under construction and they fucking build the wall around her and she ended up dying inside. And now she appears in the window of the chapel on full moons. Nice. Nice, 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 nice. This is real fucked up. Like, don't do that. I say don't do that, but similarly, in Germany, one of the most popular white ladies haunts a manor called House Ossel. She was a prince's wife, but while he was fighting in the Thirty Years' War, also wars that are titled after the years, like, the span of years, that's so funny to me. Like, something else. Like what they were fighting about wasn't interesting enough to give it a nope. proper name, so <laughs> yes. apparently not. Uh, but during the Thirty Years' War, she took a lover, but then he caught them when he returned home. At one point, uh, he drowned her lover, uh, and then put her behind a wall so she couldn't cheat with anyone else. Um, he did give her food and water, so maybe he like planned to let her out, but then he died during one of the battles. And right, she, too, right, right. ended up dying there because no one, like, knew she was there. Um, once, when the manor was being fixed up, they found her. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And then the guy that broke down the wall fell off the roof the next day and died. So, safe to say. Obviously, he did. She be haunting. Which also, she like, do be haunting. He didn't do anything bad. He just released her, which I guess was bad. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I beg to differ. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In Ireland, there's the White Lady of Kinsale. A man and a woman fell in love, and on the night of their wedding, they stayed at a fort. Um, And I think her husband, like, worked there, served there, served there. We're going to say served there. Um, And he had a watch that night. But because he was, like, celebrating because they just got married, he got, like, pretty drunk. So he fell asleep on his post. And then another soldier happened upon this. And he just shot him dead. And I just, like, personally think that... I Like, does that really fit the crime? Does it? No. 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 But maybe that's just us. I, no. I think it's everyone. Um, it could just be me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some of the tales say that it was actually the bride's dad that killed the guy. 
And then when he realized, he killed himself. So then when the bride figured this figures this out, that she lost the two most important men in her life, she also kills herself by, you know, <laughs> off the tower. Um, this is very uh, yeah. Romeo and Juliet. Uh, <laughs> romantic. Uh, since then, uh, she she be haunting. But sometimes she has, like, all right interactions. Like, she just follows kids around and smiles. That's still creepy. That is extremely creepy. <laughs> um, but I guess she also pushed some people down the stairs, which definitely isn't lovely. But that was also, like, during the 12th century. So I don't think she's been very active apart from, like, just appearing since. So... You know, she all right. She all right. In Malta, there is the white lady of Medina who was killed by her lover after she was made to marry another man. Which, like, that's not her fault. Like, uncool action. Like, women are made to marry men all the time. Especially back then. Like, you shouldn't kill them for that. It's not her choice. Um... Since then, she appears to children, whom she's had perfectly friendly interactions with. But of course she has. If you're a sad teenage boy or elderly fellow, probably avoid her because uh, she wants you to join her in the shadow realm. I'm sorry, that's so specific. <laughs> oh, also, that's so specific. <laughs> so specific. Also, she might be headless. <laughs> Oh, like, just there's some, unconfirmed. Just a little <laughs> unconfirmed. Throw in there. But I think she definitely would have been in the headless hunt in Harry Potter. Um, I I'm not sure if she's headless. Like, does she just carry it around? She's like the green ribbon girl. <laughs> Terrifying. In the Netherlands, there are myths of Vrouwen or Witta Waven, uh, sometimes re- referred to as Witta Yoffers. But they are more like creatures, like like little magic elves, kinda. Oh, elves! Elves, <laughs> and elves. they can be they can be helpful sometimes. But they can also take or switch out children and do like other harmful, mischievous stuff. So it's that like luck of the draw. Terrifying. Um, yeah, that sounds terrifying. It helps if you aren't rude to them, though. So if you encounter these. I don't play little elves. Be rude to them. Don't be rude. Uh, I'm just not rude to anyone. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm always yeah. good. Uh, there's also like your more typical tale. Uh, there's a woman who haunts the Schitzvinsel. You're ten for ten today. Ten for ten. Both in both in <laughs> forest after she died in a fire, likely at a fault at the fault of men because men. Yeah, <clears throat> men with a capital E. Men. Sorry. <laughs> oh my god, I don't like this next photo. Oh, get ready. <laughs> In the Philippines, women in white are known as Keparoso. And there's so many creepy stories about a woman in white that haunts the road Ballet Drive in Quezon City. And you'll absolutely never find me there. Ever. Especially at night. Um, You'll never find Angel in any of these places. Yeah, you really won't. (laughs) Evidently, she's been seen literally in the rear view mirrors while people drive at night. And 
this is such a thing that it's advised that people just don't drive at night or if they do to make sure that your car is full of people so she cannot fit to be fair no (laughs) to be fair filipinos do have a reputation of being quite superstitious so i'm not surprised that they have warnings like that i just like any wait so what does she do about that you say um Um, does she what does she do to the people i don't think she does anything more than give them a scare but that's enough that's enough for me if you're driving and yes. someone appears there have been accidents on this road <laughs> due to this woman. Okay. Um, also, <laughs> while sounds like a place I would this, sit and wait because I'm chaotic sometimes. <laughs> while I was writing this part, I don't know why, but this one in particular terrifies me because, like, I'm scared of driving anyway. Um, in general, but so while I was writing this, it was darker outside, um, and my brother was just sharpening knives in the background. And I was terrified because, you know, that's what he does on the weekend, you know, perfectly normal. It's a very casual, casual Saturday. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The United Kingdom has its fair share of women in white. Um, And one of them haunts the castle of Binkinsup. (laughs) (laughs) She's a, oh no, there's an L of Blenkinsup. Blenkinsop in Northumberland. That's much easier. Um, it's believed mm-hmm. to be the widow of Brian de Blenkinsop. What a name. Yeah. What a name. Uh, but she was either killed or killed herself before she was able to tell someone where her treasure was. And at some point when a family was staying there, a boy just started screaming in the middle of the night. No. And no, he woke you. up his parents and insisted this woman in white, like, try to force him to accompany her to this treasure and then got mad at him when he refused. Um, And, like, I may have fallen for that because, like, it's treasure and, like, treasure. small child. Um, and I'm a goonie. But this kept happening. To this poor boy, like, <laughs> night after night. And until, it kept happening until his parents let him sleep in the room with them. But, like, I don't get why they stayed. Leave. Leave. Leave the leave. fucking house. Leave. Why do people stay in the houses? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just like, leave. You were just, like, asking. Sell it. <laughs> like, <laughs> get some leave. tenants, like, Sell get out. Yeah. house. Burn it Pack down, your honestly. Bags. <laughs> Burn it down, collect yeah. insurance money. Just make sure it doesn't look like Austin. You can hire people for that. Don't don't actually do that. <laughs> um, don't, okay. don't do that. Uh, to end this section, I'm going to tell you about the woman in white or Lady of the Lake in Rochester, New York. I know I said I wasn't going to like tell any stories from the United States, but I'm going to tell you this one. Um, she haunts a quote-unquote castle in Durand Eastman Park. It's literally like a crumbling stone wall. Like, get the fuck out, New York. You don't have castles. <laughs> it's not that. There is a castle in yes. Central Park. Yes, but it's also like not a real castle. When I was in that castle, do you remember the kid that spit on me? No, because I didn't oh. go to the castle when oh we were God. on that trip. Because I, I stayed down on the grass and played frisbee with, every, with everyone I, else. I went to the castle 
and <laughs> I was on like the lower level and I felt something hit my head and I look up and there's this little boy just grinning at me and he spit on me. It's like, ew, ew what the hell? What it the was shit? so rude. Um, But so the woman that haunts this area is said to be a mother who likely killed herself after her daughter either died or went missing. And now she always stays there just looking for her daughter. And I'm telling you this one because in 2017, part of a tree broke away in the park. And you can say this is just nature doing its thing all you want, but no fucking way this isn't a coincidence. No. The bark that tore away left the shape of a woman and her face is literally skull-like, which is how women in white are, like, very typically depicted in mythology. Like, they can drift between a very beautiful woman and then tr- show their true form, which is, like, a skull face. Which, like, bye bye no, I no, I hate no. everything about that. No! Yeah, it's awful. Um, and, like, the arms, like, the <laughs> mouth. It's so, no. like, I, we're also going to post a picture of this. It's terrifying. It it looks like she's holding something, too. Kind of, like, Yeah, a in baby. one arm. I, like, a and baby. And it's, like, the way it ripped down the tree looks like a dress. Like, a oh, Yeah, no. it's terrifying no. to look at. It's, like, if it's I saw that, I'd be, me, like, <laughs> what was that noise? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, so, I've obviously not told every story. There's, like, so many. Um, some are associated with, like, actual cases that I might tell one day. Who knows? Sorry. <laughs> Again. Um, just that, please don't haunt Angelica, white ladies. Like, white ladies. <laughs> Women white in ladies. white. Uh, white ladies, please don't Just don't haunt, haunt me. <laughs> Thanks very much. But I will join you one day. When I when I perish, I will join you. I can't. Wait, wait, wait. I will join you because of the unrequited love. Guys, don't let oh, don't let word. someone like don't <laughs> Oh my god, spit it out. <laughs> Just like don't let someone like kill me. <laughs> oh my god. I mean we'll try not <laughs> yeah, to like, but I'm damn. gonna try my best, but like that's a lot of pressure over here. <laughs> On that note, time for uh Bella to take it away with men in black. Okay, so let's go from myth to conspiracy. Get your tinfoil hats on. We're going to go from ghosts to aliens. I'm down for both. Yeah. Women in white to men in black. Now, when I say men in black, you probably think of the movie, as you should. It is a classic. The first two. None of the others. (laughs) Yeah. It just went on for a little long. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But did you know that it's based on a real conspiracy? And it's pretty cool if you ask me. I really, really, really love these stories. I find them really terrifying and fascinating. Yeah, I didn't until sure. recently. There's um, episodes, shout out to other podcasts because other podcasts rock too. Um, but Ashley F- Flowers of Crime Junkie has a podcast called Supernatural, which was my bo- my most binge listen of 2020 on my Spotify wrapped. <laughs> because it's like so it's crazy and she does we love some, you ashley she does something like that yes we love you ashley ashley flowers has the best voice for podcast and you know oh who um related to the flowers david flowers can get it ashley is single <laughs> i know he's single hello david i'm here <laughs> i am here 
Someone send this to Ashley Flowers to send to her brother. <laughs> Tag Ashley Flowers for a and, chance and to win our Flowers. giveaway. <laughs> and David Flowers. Okay, oh, giveaway is my heart to David Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> is this going to be the unrequited love that turns you into a, a, a lady oh, in God. white? Yes. David, please be worth it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now before I dive into the conspiracy, I'm just going to say that aliens are real. 100%. They have to be. I think it would be very pig-headed of us as humans to assume that we are the only intelligent beings in an ever-expanding universe and a limitless so universe. True. I mean, come so on. This came up. True. This came up at dinner yesterday with my boyfriend's family and my boyfriend, bless his heart. <laughs> the we were playing this game it was like just a question game and like there were random questions and his question was like, "Do you think there's life on other planets or whatever and he was like uh yeah obviously like this exact situation is happening right now but i have red hair and riley just took a drink out of her glass and his whole family sat there like like you know in cartoons when it makes a sound when you blink it's like blink blink it's parallel universes they were all like what he's like yeah like um we're literally so small there's literally so other planets this exact same scene is happening right now yeah. on another planet except dad just took a bite of pie and madeline has blonde hair and they all sat there like what the fuck are you talking about that happens in <laughs> yeah. supernatural too where there's like so many universes and there's so many sam deans castiel's like i fucking love it it's true yeah it's true prove me wrong you can't you can't you can't, you can't. <laughs> okay so h- however whether or not aliens have visited our planet only the governments know really and they're not telling us that little fucking thingy just showed up the monolith remember oh oh, yeah the monolith there was two of them there was one in like russia they visited (laughs) they have visited (laughs) so if aliens have visited earth they're definitely not telling us they have and they (laughs) wait they certainly don't want us regular folk to know about it which is where the men in black come in they silence those who claim to have had encounters with UFOs, seen UFOs, or extraterrestrial Riley's beings. Raising yes, Riley, you have your hand raised. Hand. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if I want to put this in the episode, but I'm going to tell you right now anyways. I don't know if you know this, but Nate's dad is 100% fully convinced that he was probed by aliens in 1977. <laughs> I love. I swear on my I life. No, you, I swear Wally. on my life. Wally, you are and spectacular. I'm gonna need more. Details. When anything happens, he's like, "No, I don't get sick. I was probed by aliens." <laughs> okay, he's like, "I can't get COVID. I was probed by no, aliens." No, no, like he's like, like, like one hundred percent serious. He thinks that he was probed by aliens in 1977. Okay, did he do drugs in 1977? Yes. 100 um hey can you get wally's permission to put that in the episode thanks so this conspiracy really gets started in 1947 when a man named harold Dahl was out on his boat near maury island on the puget sound which is in washington state he was out there with his son and his dog and he was just doing some conservation work and all of a sudden he he saw these six donut shaped ufos about half a mile above his boat. <laughs> Soon after they appeared, one fell out of the sky and debris came raining down, some of which hit his son's arm, 
which injured him, but not badly, like oh. scrapes and yeah. cuts, but nothing, nothing, nothing serious. But unfortunately, one of the pieces of the falling debris did kill the dog. Oh, God. I know. Jesus. It's so sad. Jesus. Fucking John Wick? Like, no. Uh, right? No dog killings here. Fucking I am legend. <laughs> Game of Thrones. This dog they killed all the dire wolves. Oh. <laughs> oh, the yeah. dire wolves. I'm sorry. Like, Game of Thrones exists in a different portion of my mind without actual dogs. <laughs> I've actually just rewatched the first season with my parents because we got this um, Lagavulin. They did a yes, like special I, where they print. They it's like a House Lannister bottle of Lagavulin. My dad uh, has whiskey. them like all. We bought them for him. All the houses. Yeah, they're so cute. Know. Well, we we got we got we got a bottle, and I poured one out, and my dad was like, "Let's watch Game of Thrones." He just put on the first episode of the first season. And I mean, fuck, it's such a good show. We had to finish the first season, and now we're like, okay, we'll watch the second season while I'm home. <clears throat> we'll be done. Throb forever. But now, like, when... oh, I have a Game of Thrones tattoo. Oh, no, I said throb. I did not say Rob. Oh, I said throb, which is a shit between Watch Theon it. and Rob. I have a Game of Thrones That's tattooed fair. for throb under my boob in Riley's handwriting. <laughs> she does. She very much does. You have a tramp stamp that says harlot in my, have, hand, in my handwriting in my edward yes, cullen handwriting i have uh tattoos in all my friends oh my god <laughs> i didn't realize that because bella copied edward cullen's handwriting angel now has <laughs> edward cullen's handwriting on her as a tramp you'd stamp. think i would have told her but i didn't <laughs> that's incredible so i love good. that yeah, I mean, just watching the first season again. Fuck, it was such a good show. It, it was, was such a good show, and it just makes the disappointment even, yeah. even more intense because it ended so horribly. They need to remake season seven and eight. A lot of people say they need to do re- season six, season six as well, but I disagree because the Battle of the Bastards. Yes, that was very good. Was one of the best episodes we ever made. Zigzag, zigzag, zigzag. He didn't no, zigzag. He didn't zigzag. He deserved yeah, to die. Uh, well, I don't know about deserved, but he could have. Well, zigzagged. I mean, come on. But also, he could have zigzagged. I will say, like parts of those seasons were superb because, like, they did my boy Theon justice. Um. But, like, they truly... Theon has yes. the best character arc, in my opinion, yes. on Game of Thrones. Her, so much Him happened. and Sansa. But um, oh, yeah. what, what they did with some of the characters, I was like, wait, you build up, you build it up, and then you did, you did that? You did that? <laughs> yeah, I think they need to remake season seven and eight, but I think they can leave season six. Like, it wasn't perfect, yeah. but they had enough truly great moments that I think it's fine to stay the yeah. way it is. For sure. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> um, the dog died. Poor buddy. I feel really bad. Uh, but actually, incredibly, Harold was able to take pictures of the UFOs. Nice. Dude. And he showed them to his boss who went out to search for the wreckage. But I don't think he found it. I, that part wasn't quite certain. But he like it could have crashed into the water. Yeah. yeah. Because it was just... He didn't see where the UFO crashed. He... Like at one point, you're just going to be concentrating on the debris hitting your fucking yeah. boat and your kid and your dog. Like, yeah. but the next day, Harold was visited by a man wearing a black suit and tie. They went to a diner, and uh, the guy talked to Harold about what he'd seen and experienced. And according to the book by Gary Barker, written in 1956, called "They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers," the man in black told Harold, "Quote." What I have said is proof to you 
that I know a great deal more about this experience of yours than you will ever want to believe, unquote. Harold was told that he was never to speak about it again or bad things would happen to him. I'm just going to say. The events of the day. Um, if a man in black in a black suit visits me and tells me to shut up, I really hope it's <laughs> under better circumstances. <laughs> then dude, that was like too ominous. <laughs> like, mm-mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Like the fashion choice in 1947 really would have made sense. It really would have mm-hmm. been on brand for the time. Yeah. But I think now they would really stand out more. Like they would look like agents. Oh, for sure. Yes. Like like in the movies. Like in the movies, Men in Black. Yeah. Exactly. So the events of that day in June 1947 were investigated by the U.S. government and they were officially deemed as a hoax. Harold and his boss also publicly said it was a hoax. Okay, which if the if the men in black are real, it's completely clear why they would say that because they were threatened. Yes. Oh, yeah. But however, on the other side of that, the two men did write a book about what happened the following year. So it definitely could still be a hoax uh, because it was clearly, like it could very much be a cash grab on their part. And if they were threatened by the men in black, could they really write a book about it? Oh, God. I don't know. I, mean, I really hope that it wasn't a hoax because like then it means something shady happened to that dog. Exactly. God. Did they ever die also, suspiciously? What, what? Uh, no. Not that I can mm. see. Maybe I feel like that would have been mentioned. Maybe because they didn't talk about it, they wrote about it. They found the loophole. <laughs> loophole. But okay, if they were writing about it, that wouldn't matter. So there are tons of stories about people who have interacted with the men in black. Um, you know, people that have been threatened by them and all sorts of things. This conspiracy isn't it isn't super deep. Like it's not edward snowden level deep conspiracy probably that was a good movie yeah i haven't (laughs) seen it but it was good i do love i do love what's his name joseph gordon Joseph Gordon levitt yeah yeah okay so this conspiracy isn't super deep and i mean come on they've made like five movies based around the idea of the men in black so if it's supposed to be a secret they're doing a really shitty job of keeping (laughs) it right (laughs) right But the stories from real people, in my opinion, are way more interesting than anything they've done in the films. I am not here to say whether or not the men in black are really real. But I'm just going to tell you some of my favorite stories because if they are real, (laughs) really scary, but also really cool. So my next story um, is about a guy named Dr. Herbert Hopkins, who at the time... Herbert Hopkins. Yeah. At the time of his interaction with the Men in Black, was working as a consultant on a UFO case in Maine. According to Hopkins, one night he was just chilling at home when he got a call from someone claiming to be a UFO activist. Which I don't know <laughs> what that is. What? I have never heard of that before. A UFO a activist. But okay, dude. What are your priorities, sir? <laughs> if any of you out there are you. If you're if you if you label yourself as being a UFO activist, please message me. I really want to talk to you. <laughs> I have many questions. I would I would even interview you oh for the show. Yeah. Yes, and we're not even a supernatural yes. show. Like this is just a, a holiday special. But I, if you call yourself a UFO activist, please reach yeah. out to me. I would consider aliens international. So I'd say it fits. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. <laughs> we do true cream. Thing. 
Hey, it's not we just do me. truth. <laughs> we do truth things, we do crime things, and we do international things. I'd say it falls under the international category. Yeah. So uh, this UFO activist guy uh, asked him, uh, asked Hopkins if he could visit him and talk to him about the case that he was working on. And Hopkins was like, yeah, sure, I guess. And then like a minute after he hung up the phone, a man wearing a black suit and tie was at his front door. He described the man as being extremely pale, like almost inhumanly pale. With no hair of any kind, not even eyebrows, like no hair. When the man entered his house, Hopkins's dog went absolutely crazy, like way crazier than he'd ever uh, seen the dog go yeah, before. because this so that isn't dog a definitely man. got bad vibes from the man. Yeah, man. Oh my god. Once he was in the house, he told Hopkins that he had two coins in his pocket. Which was true. Hopkins did have two coins in his pocket. And the man in black told him to take one of the coins out and hold it in his hand. And so Hopkins did. He complied. He held the coin out in his hand. Uh, it, was a, it was a shiny new penny. The man in black told Hopkins to watch the coin. And according to Hopkins, the coin started to look kind of silvery. And then it looked out of focus. And then it disappeared from his hand altogether. And Hopkins was like, I just have question marks here because there is no proper sound or word to describe it. Uh, the man in black said that the penny would never be seen, quote, on this plane again, end quote. I've got, I've oh got some inquiries that I'd like to take care of. What the hell? The, the man then asked Hopkins if he was familiar with Bonnie Hill, who was an alleged UFO abductee who had died several years before. And Hopkins said, yeah, like, he was familiar with the story. He had never met him, but he, like, he, he was aware of it. And he was like, the, the guy died a few years ago, right? And the man in black said, quote, correct. Bonnie didn't have a heart, just like you no longer have a coin, unquote. Then he suggested that Hopkins destroy all of his files on UFOs and left. Oh. Hopkins, understandably scared shitless, immediately burned all of his files. So the woman in, or woman in white aren't the only ones taking hearts. The men in yeah, black are no. too. Apparently. Oh God. Like, damn. This goes along too well. Sheesh. Hell no. Hell no. So in another less detailed interaction a man named dr albert k bender who founded the international flying saucer bureau he was fully prepared to release a paper he'd written about ufos and shit in 1955 proving i'm doing air quotes proving <sighs> that the u.s government had evidence of aliens on earth uh that they were covering up which of course the u.s government would do that i mean yeah okay, duh. Come on. it's the u.s government i don't trust them for a second he was so passionate about this paper and his work as a whole. It, it, it was his whole life. It was everything to yeah, him. Yeah, it was like his life's work. Yeah. Right before the release of his paper, Bender was visited by three men in black suits. Of course he was. We don't know what they said to him specifically, but we know that he was told to scrap the paper and that Bender was scared for his life 
and he never released his paper and he also shut down the Flying Saucer Bureau. People close to him said that he changed after that encounter. His later writings were like really erratic and rambly, which was not how he normally wrote. Like it was, it was basically impossible to read his writings after that. And he lived the rest of his life in a state of complete terror and anxiety and allegedly uh, continued to receive strange calls until his death in 2002. I really hope I never lose my mind where like I can't write legibly. That's just terrifying. Oh, God. Yeah, I hate that. But not all of these stories take place in the United States. I feel like a lot of the alien shit really gets put in the United States, you don't Again. hear as much about it from other countries. But I would not be surprised if there were aliens living on this earth. Yes. In Russia. Yeah. But like <laughs> in Russia. If definitely. they were here, they'd be in Russia. Like like I said oh, earlier, it's because the US just like tends to overdo it. Uh, like on a lot. So like it makes sense that they would have more stories because more of them are gonna be false, you know? Um, yeah. but yes. In 1964, a man named Jim Templeton took his daughter to a park in Cumbria in the UK. It wasn't like it wasn't like a little park with a swing set type thing. It was like it was more like a national park. Like it was it was a nice day out. They had good weather. It's always the national parks. I'm just going to they had I'm just going to say I hate that parks are a thing we have to clarify. There should be more words. Right? Like you have you have parks like Central Park and then you have a park with a playscape, and then you have national parks, and then you have a park where there's nothing, and dogs can just yeah, run around. literally, too what? too many of the same word. This so this this was more like a national yeah. park, right? Yeah, they had beautiful weather that day, which this is England. That's a big deal. <laughs> uh huh. Mood. <laughs> Um, they had a lovely day out together and Jim decided to take a picture of his little girl to remember it, and like there was nothing weird about that day whatsoever. But when he got the picture developed, he noticed a figure behind his daughter that wasn't there when he took the photo. The figure definitely has a human shape in the body, but the head kind of looks odd to me. Like, it looks like it's a helmet. Oh, my God. God. That is like a... I just looked at the picture, and that is not like a... Oh, no. Oh, that could be like a reflection. No, that is a... That is something. Also, because of the way it looks in this picture, like it could be like, you know, transference. Like it's still on another plane, you know? Yeah. Like, so mm-hmm. it's like. It doesn't. It's like, it's like it's almost see through. Like, yeah. you can see the sky behind it. Creepy. Oh, sorry. C- continue. But it looks like it's wearing a helmet, yeah. right? Like, it's like you, it's not a proper face. Unless it's like, like a. It's not a proper human face. Unless it's like a like type, like Voldemort type head. <laughs> but even then, like I think there's there's enough shadow on it. Like the the head is blending in with the sky in a bit, so it almost looks like a reflection. Yeah, yeah it's definitely. Well, that could be because if you look at the little girl in the foreground, um, I mean she's got hair and stuff, but she's clearly a very pale kid. Yeah, and her skin tone looks nothing like that of the yeah. guy that in the could be the and back, back of then, his head too, or it's that's head, what I think. I think head. it's the back of, I think it's the back of the head. And it looks like it's a helmet of some kind. It might not be because if this is an extraterrestrial, we don't know what the hell they look like. Yeah, we 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 the, the our idea of a- aliens is totally made up. It yeah. is, but so I mean, 
people sorry said. i'm just like gonna say like it definitely like whoever this person individual creature being, being is it just it really seems like it's not on the same plane because like she is so in focus and even when people are out in focus they do not look like this like they have some exactly. features this is not yeah this is featureless <laughs> this so, is like almost think, like this is like translucent yes yeah no it's we're gonna put this picture on the instagram so you can check it out and the facebook it's yeah. yeah it's it's super strange so you might be thinking oh the picture's a hoax it's not it was verified by kodak to be real and they e- Kodak even offered a reward to anybody that could prove it was fake. And that money was never given to a single person. Nobody could prove that it was fake. That's Which is terrifying. crazy. Like this, and this isn't like, this was before the days of Photoshop. Yeah. You know? yeah. This is 1964. Like it was definitely possible to doctor images in some way. But not like this. Like it is clear, no. there is clearly something behind this like, little girl. It's okay. This is like just me thinking my little brain the gears running but if beings from different planets have the ability to be invisible say translucent i would think of it as like the opposite of vampires whereas Mm -hmm. vampires don't show up in mirrors and they can't be photographed what if these aliens you can't see them in person but they can be photographed and they can show up in mirrors yeah. Which, by the way, could be vampires are real too. We learned that from TikTok recently. Oh my god, it's it's fact. It's not fiction. I used to only. We'll do a vampire yeah. episode some other day. We should have done this a three pot yeah. thing. Riley could have done. Vampires. We'll do it another day. I used to only <laughs> another day. I used to only believe in werewolves because it made more sense to me evolutionary. Like, but, but anyway. Another day. Another day. Anything, honestly. Another day. So, shortly after this picture went like the 1964 version of viral, like it really picked up traction. People were really talking about it. Yeah. Um, Jim was visited by two men in black who referred to each other as number nine and number 10. They didn't have names, they had numbers. Oh my God. They demanded that Jim take them to the place where he took the picture, and Jim complied. When they got there, number nine and number 10 had a look around and Jim explained that he never actually saw the guy that was in the picture. Like, like he didn't see anything until the picture was developed. He never actually saw someone there, which really made nine and 10 mad. And they just left. And they went like, he never saw them again. Because the thing with Jim is he was never like, these are aliens. This is definitely aliens. Other people were saying that. Yeah. So that's, I, I think that's why he wasn't threatened by them. However, interestingly, 20 years after he took the picture, 20 years. Jim got a <sighs> Damn. 20 years. Jim got a call from two guys in Australia who were employees at a missile launch pad in Australia. They said that they had seen two figures that looked just like the one in Jim's picture on on some launch pad security footage. And it turns out those missiles on that launch pad were made 20 miles away from where the picture had been taken. Oh my god. Do they do they have this footage anywhere? I, I didn't see it. I looked for it. Oh, it's terrifying. So I mean, I, did, I didn't spend a ton of time looking for it because I wrote this quite late last night. 
Yeah. Um, but if any, like, I, I couldn't find it anywhere. Like, it, these okay. are just stories, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, like, the, the article I used for this part of the script is from the BBC. And I feel like if the BBC had the footage, they would have put it in the article. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if it's out there, I would love to see it. So my next story is back in the States. The rest will be in the States. And this is about Mary and Jack Robinson. They were UFO researchers who started noticing strange events around them. Uh, as they dove further and further into their research, like the more, like the deeper they got, the more strange shit started to happen. One day they came home and they found that their house had been rummaged through, particularly their UFO related files. Why does this make me want to research this stuff. here's the thing it's so interesting like I, i'm telling a handful of these stories but there are so no many. no i want to start researching ufos no, and then maybe don't. they will come to no, me no because it's only like it's only if you have some sort of traction that makes people pay yeah. attention to you so otherwise there would be way more of these so stories. here's the thing uh-huh. though for some reason I find the tales told by people that are, like, so committed to research to be less, like, I, less true than those that just happen, coincidentally, like, because... Less true or less less credible? credible. Yes. Because I'm, like, they're really searching for it, so, like, maybe they just, like, couldn't ever find it, so they want to make shit up. Whereas, like... That's true. People that it just... It's like confirmation bias. People that it just happens to, I'm, like... They're like they tend to not like they were just going about their day. Like, why would they just decide, hey, I'll make this up right now? Have you guys seen the Saturday Night Live skit uh, where they were abducted by aliens? It's got Ryan Gosling and Kate McKinnon. No, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. Oh my god, I'm gonna send it to you guys in our group chat. You have to watch it. It is one of the funniest things Saturday Night Live Sounds has good. ever made. It's so fucking funny. It's Kate McKinnon at her finest. And she breaks Ryan Gosling. Okay. He's just oh, I think giggling I have in the then. corner. Yes. It's really good. Okay, so after the house was rummaged through, Mary started noticing a man in a black suit everywhere she went. He never talked to her. He never came up to her. He always was at a distance, but she started noticing him everywhere. Uh, she told Jack, and they were pretty freaked out. Uh, And the two of them told, like, a couple of their friends. And one day, one of their friends drove over and saw the man that they had described across the street from their place. And he actually managed to take a picture of him. Um, And this picture is believed to be one of the most definitive pieces of evidence confirming the existence of the men in black. And I did include the picture uh, in the script. And we'll definitely put it on the Instagram as well. Why is this man wearing a top hat? A lot of them wear hats. hat? Is it Richard? it's, It's really that, like... It's it's really that like nineteen forties through sixties yeah. like suit aesthetic yeah. with the hats included. Huh. That is damning. Yeah. Where was this taken? Like, what city? Uh I don't know. Oh, okay. Like if you look at the picture, it could so easily be a guy just chilling there. there. And clearly uh, I don't know the specific year this was taken, but it could totally be just like any guy because this was the fashion back then yeah for sure like if if we saw a picture of that now it would be incredibly suspicious because 
no, no. man is going to go around dressed like that every single day. Yeah. I mean, if you do, go for it. I don't give wait, a shit. Wait. But like, but it would, it would stand out. And the men in black like don't want to stand out. <laughs> but he doesn't wear like a black suit and black top hat every single day. It's not, I don't think it's a top hat specifically, but it's it's more akin to the hats that they were wearing very commonly yeah. in the 40s through 60s, yeah. you know? Christopher is very stylish. Yeah. He's got his little bowler hat and his coat. That's not, that's not suspicious. This, this is suspicious. Except for when he walks into our workplace and people are like, who you are you? Here? <laughs> They're like, uh, excuse me? And he's, he's like, very I distinguished. Work here. I work here, I promise. <gasps> a distinguished gentleman. So even more damning for me than this picture is this next story, which happened in 2008. This is very recent, considering. Because a lot of other these, yeah. these other stories were happening several decades ago. This is from 2008. So it's yeah. not that long ago in the grand scheme of things. So a hotel manager and a security guard at a place near Niagara Falls claimed to see a, triangul a triangular UFO outside the hotel. It was looked into by a UFO investigation team, um, and they reported that a couple of weeks after the sighting, according to three witnesses, two men came to the hotel looking for the manager and the security guard, but they were thankfully not there that day. The woman that spoke to them described them as being tall, wearing black suits and hats, and having extremely pale skin along with no eyebrows or eyelashes. Oh, uh, why? No hair Again with the hairlessness. Okay, there. I it's, mean, there are conditions where yeah, people don't sure. have body hair. That's fine. But to have two people, at uh, two people, yeah, and this is doing the, the first same time that's been reported. Honestly, exactly Hopkins doing the same, the same job. Thing. It's a combination yeah. with a pale skin. I just imagine them like their skin to just like be inhuman. Um. So one of the theories with this conspiracy is that the men in black are aliens. Yeah. And so the way they look is like the alien approximation of what humans are like. And it's those small details like eyelashes and eyebrows that get overlooked. Because sometimes they're also reported as having like, they have that really pale skin, but then they have like extremely red lips. It'd yeah. be more lame to me if they were aliens, to be honest, because I don't think aliens would be that concerned about what we thought <laughs> they would if they had come to this planet to use our resources okay, and true. didn't want anyone that's to know true. because neil degrasse tyson whom i adore said that if other intelligent life forms came to our planet they wouldn't want our technology they don't give a shit about our technology because clearly theirs is more advanced yeah they would come to the planet for our yeah, resources for, sure. for our natural resources so there is that so uh, I think it was like the front desk woman that spoke to them. Um, and it's unclear if they ever did find the manager and, and the security guard. I couldn't find any evidence of that. But the reason this story gets as much attention as it does is because it was actually caught on security camera. And you can find this footage very easily on YouTube of these two men walking in to the hotel and like this is 2008 security footage security footage now still isn't great quality so it's extremely grainy but they are definitely tall and they're wearing those suits see like that looks so suspicious yeah and so when you watch the footage it's like some people have said you know you could totally photoshop those guys in 
but it kind of looks like so there's a there's a man that walks out as uh-huh. they walk in because they're walking into the hotel in this footage there's a man that walks out of the doors sort of at the same time and he kind of gets out of their way yeah. like he kind of steps out of their I way mean, and like they're wearing the suits and this is 2008 this is already out of that fashion period you know and they're wearing those suits and the ties and the hat. It's definitely weird. And they're clearly very tall because the the yeah, guy that kind of steps out of the way. That guy. Yeah. Like I don't know how tall that guy is, but say he's average height for a man, so around five nine, five ten. Those guys must be massive. Easily like six five, six six. Oh, which definitely. isn't. It's not common to have two men that are six six yeah. that work together. Like our friend who wears the bowler hat and his fancy coat. He's like six five. But we don't have anyone else who's 6'5 around us. He's the only one because it's not that common to be that tall. Yeah. I have an uncle that's Owen. that tall, but Owen's that's pretty it. tall, actually. That's dropping things. Yeah, but but they don't look like yeah. Owen and they don't Owen and Christopher have like... very yeah different. And these features two and these stuff. two men, they look identical. Yeah. They look very similar in that video. Yeah. That to me is way more damning than the the other twin aliens. Yeah, I don't know. But the men in that video look very similar to the man in that photo. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. I wonder. I'm just saying. I wonder if we could figure out where this was taken and then guesstimate the height of the. I mean, Ooh, not us. That <gasps> man on TikTok. on TikTok. Yeah. Yes, he guesses. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I we mean, like send this to him. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know if anyone's done it before, but, like, go to this spot, measure how high that those bricks are to the left of him that you can see, and then, like, how much taller his body would be from there based on proportions, but, yeah, you know. I mean, math. so the, the side, because they're, the, they're, like, the automatic sliding doors. Yeah. They look the, like the standard size. Yeah. I want the guy that, we should we should seriously yeah. send this to the guy on TikTok. And they take uh, up if, a if you're lot not of aware, that, they take up a lot of that door space. Yeah. They're, they do. Not and wide, they've got, but, they've like, clearly got very large. broad shoulders. Yes, exactly. Like, Thick. This guy on TikTok, if you're not aware, guesses people's heights on like based on their videos. He'll look at things like, I don't know, microwaves that they stand next to. Or their to, like Dunkin' that... Donuts cup that they're holding. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. He he uses all of that to guess people's heights. It's incredible. We should see yeah. him this. That would be really funny. Okay. I'm gonna tell one more story because it's probably the biggest one and involves someone you likely would not expect to show up in an episode of like anything really <laughs> dan Aykroyd. who's that he used to be on saturday night live he was part of the original cast do you know the blues brothers i'm just gonna google it <laughs> okay you've probably seen him he's been in a bunch of stuff um he was elwood and blues brothers um he was in i don't know 50 oh, gotcha. dates. Yep. yeah yeah i know yeah. exactly who you're talking about yeah so dan Aykroyd. sometime in the early 2000s i forget the year honestly and i was too lazy to look it up uh, but cool. sometime in the early 2000s, Dan was working on a show about the paranormal and they were going to be covering all kinds of things on this show. But one of the biggest areas that they were going to focus on and really dive into was uh, like UFOs and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and this show, like this wasn't a show that couldn't get its feet off the ground, like couldn't get funding. They were already taping it. Uh-huh. This show was like. This show was going forward because they had Dan Aykroyd attached. Yeah. To it. 
and, he's and it was like, gaining traction. You you would recognize Dan Aykroyd. I mean, I don't know a lot of people by name, but his face, I'm like, oh yeah, he's definitely I know yeah. him. If you look up Dan Aykroyd, you'd be like, oh that guy. Yeah, like he and this is the early 2000s, so I think because he doesn't do as much now. By and like pe- adults in the early 2000s would have known who da- Dan Aykroyd yeah. is. So this show was getting a lot of traction. People were excited for it, and they're already taping it. But one day, at one of the tapings in New York City, Dan stepped outside to have a cigarette. And he got a call from Britney Spears. Mode. Uh, because, <laughs> because that's just she, who he is. Well, she was doing Saturday Night Live and she was calling him to ask to ask him uh, if he would do it with her. Like if he would host oh, okay. she, when she performed. Yeah. Because he was one of the original cast members. You know, when cast members leave, yeah. they'll still come back and host. Yeah. And, you know, he's talking to her and he's like, yeah, of course, whatever. Yeah, of course, I'll do it with you. Like, it's Britney Spears. And this is the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, this is peak Britney. This is well before oh, yeah. 2007. Um, but according to Dan, um, during the phone call, a black Ford sedan rolled up and parked on the other side of the street from where he was. And a tall man in a black suit stepped out of the car and gave Dan, like, a horribly dirty look. Dan tried to get a look at the license plate. But it appeared blurry to him. He then turned away to answer one of Brittany's questions. He just turned away for like a second. But when he turned back, the car had vanished. And I believe this was a one-way street. And the car didn't drive by him, nor did it take a U-turn. It was just gone. Poof. Dan went back into the studio after that happened. And he was told that the show had been canceled. And that they were ordered to stop filming immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Dan went back into the studio only to learn that the show had been cancelled and that they were ordered to stop filming immediately. That's terrifying. Nope. Right? Dan Aykroyd says to this day that what he saw was a man in black and either that man or the organization that he belongs to was directly responsible damn. for the cancellation of the show. It was never made. Damn. Incredible. Damn, Dan. Damn, Dan. Damn, Daniel. Oh, my God. Damn, Daniel. And that's the uh, Men in Black conspiracy. Women in White. I men love this conspiracy theory. I think it's I think it's so fun. I think it's so cool and terrifying. Throughout this episode, we have determined that Women in White and Men in Black are real. They're yeah. real. Yes. 100%. And I would not enjoy running into them one day. No, no neither. I'm no. good. Although the women <laughs> in white are usually very beautiful and Well, yeah, but if I was I still don't <laughs> want to run into them. <laughs> I can look at pictures or something. Yeah. <laughs> I can dream. <laughs> pictures. So, this is your holiday special, which means it's on our regular feed. So, if you want to follow us on social media to look at the pictures of the women in white and men in black, I will be posting, well, we will be posting all yeah. of them, but, like, I've got, I'm going to post the real shit of the men in black. I wonder if we can get, like, I will be posting. a little video. <laughs> like, I wonder if we can get the security footage to post on yeah, there maybe. as well. We'll oh, see. For if sure. not, find it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. uh, but our Instagram is at truecrimeintl. You can also uh, come over to our Facebook group, which is just True Crime International. Join that group and please talk to us about things. We promote this every week, but no one is talking to us about things and it makes us sad. I know. I just want to chat about the cases because 
obviously we find them so interesting and we hope that if you're listening to them that you find them interesting as well yeah and we want to know what you think about if you're out there and you have had an interaction with a woman in white or men in black please tell us about it absolutely absolutely tell us and if you are a ufo activist please tell us what the deal send us what is that deal i know also if you want more of these like this drunk content which like usually honestly to be completely honest with y'all we're usually more drunk i think we were just too excited to tell this um this was like i I had to concentrate a lot um yeah this one i i'm usually way drunker but because i was doing it second i was like i gotta stay somewhat coherent to get through all the stories while we do have like sometimes the occasional drunk episode we have way more on our patreon um which you get there will be another one next week yes um on new year's drunk eve. episode yes. you get a drunk episode on christmas eve and on new year's eve yes one more but you only you get the new year's eve one if you're on yes. our patreon yes exactly um so maybe maybe think about subscribing we only have one level it's five dollars a month so if it's something you can afford um fuck with it we would love to have you we would yes. love to have you we'll shout you out we'll give you tons of bonus content you can interact with us super directly there chances as well. are um, we'll actually shout you out when we say shout you out we will we mean we will like literally yell. we will be so <laughs> freaking excited oh yeah also if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts, which i know the majority of you are please consider <laughs> just taking like we two know minutes you out of your day we know you're we know, know you're know there you. <laughs> Please consider taking 10 seconds to just click the five stars at the bottom of the page. Or if you have two minutes to write us a nice review, we would really appreciate it. Um, it's not just for our own validation. It also really helps to boost yeah. the show. Even if it, And even we would if love to be write, able to make a career out I of this. I like to drink beer too. We yeah. would love to hear about that. Tell us what Tell beer. Tell us your favorite liquor store and bar and yes. brewery. Tell yes. us your favorite liquor stores and bars. I want to hear about yep. them. Send pictures Tell of your favorite yeah. liquor stores and bars. Yep. So when we we when we uh, travel, we can visit them. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely. always looking for a good dive bar. We are. I love I love a dive bar. We are with a the the small a, town where I live in Spain has an excellent dive bar. The hot bartender. When you finally come visit me, I'm taking Tell me you about that. Sounds good. I'm down. Yeah. Anyway, happy holidays, everybody. Yes. Happy, happy holidays. holidays. We hope you are safe and healthy and enjoying Staying yourself positive and testing negative yes exactly and just having an overall better end to 2020 than middle of 2020 <laughs> that's all i'm hoping for yep. just get drunk with us play our drinking game you can find the rules to our drinking game on our instagram at true crime and just enjoy your stay here at true crime international bye bye I always say it. I always think it and I always say it.